From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, May 3rd. A virtual scrapbook chronicling a historic year in the local community is now live. Moab's pandemic scrapbook was put together by the Grand County Public Library and features entries from community members of all ages. They're sharing photos, poems, and drawings about how their lives changed over the past year. The focus is sort of just on how the year has been different for you or for for anyone. Jessie Magleby, head of adult services at the library, she and the teen librarian put the scrapbook together. Magleby says during the pandemic, people may have started new hobbies or had to figure out new ways to um, amuse ourselves. Maybe there's more time to create art. Maybe there's more time to go on hikes or do outdoor activities. The result of the library's scrapbook is reflective of these new activities. There are photos of local kids doing homework outside, as well as people's prolific pandemic gardens. There are also several poignant poems by locals who captured what the year has been like for them. Although the scrapbook is now live, the library is still accepting additional submissions. You can email jesse at moablibrary.org and find a link to the scrapbook on our website and podcast. The Lower Colorado River Basin is preparing for its first-ever water shortage declaration, likely coming later this year. From KUNC, Luke Runyon has more. Demands for water continue to outstrip supplies in the rapidly warming Colorado River Basin, which means its largest reservoirs, Lakes Mead and Powell, will hit their lowest levels ever recorded later this year. A shortage declaration from the federal government will restrict certain users in Arizona, Nevada, and Mexico. Tom Bushatsky directs the Arizona Department of Water Resources. He says the cutbacks are painful, but residents shouldn't panic. You're not going to see a request for people in their homes to only shower twice a week. We're not in that situation. This is not a crisis at that level. Farmers in Arizona will bear the brunt of the shortage. The watershed is currently experiencing its driest conditions in almost a decade. I'm Luke Runyon. A new study published in the journal GeoHealth shows that last year's wildfires may have played a larger role in the 2020 mass die-off of migratory birds across the western United States than previously thought. Hannah Lee Myers with our partners at KGNU has the story. Migratory birds are making their presence known on the front range once again. As cheery as they sound, in reality, many of the bird populations that make their way through Colorado are recovering from a devastating 2020 migration that resulted in a mass die-off. You think it was the I have no idea. Photos and videos like this one, taken by journalist Austin Fisher, started showing up on social media in the fall of 2020, showing hundreds if not thousands of dead birds that seemed to have fallen from the sky, leaving experts and the public confused as to what happened. Inspired by these mass reports of avian deaths, Experts like Annie Young, an infectious disease and health-focused ecologist working as a postdoc fellow at Colorado State University, 
with a joint position at the USDA APHIS Wildlife Service, started looking for answers. That's when Annie Young and her University of Wyoming colleague, Dai Young, discovered the iNaturalist app, where citizen scientists usually post information about living birds, had become a place where reports of avian deaths were being compiled. During that time period, it has been found like there's hundreds of the die-offs that are recorded by the citizen scientists. And then that's a very unusual event. And that's that's kind of like the reason that the iNaturalists started these projects here. So what did you find when you started looking at the iNaturalist data? What we've been found is that the the wildfire and the toxic gas and the smoke they uh, the fire produce will uh, significantly impact the uh, spatial distribution of the events being found. Yang is referencing the devastating 2020 wildfire season that burned over 10 million acres in the western United States and 625,000 acres in Colorado alone, including the three largest fires on record in Colorado history. The toxic gas, the smoke will definitely impact their health because like the birds are really sensitive. Their respiratory systems are really sensitive to those air pollution, so... Young's report is by no means the first to look at what caused the 2020 migratory bird die-off. At the end of 2020, the USGS National Wildlife Health Center posted the results of necropsies that found that 80% of specimens showed signs of starvation, and some reports were pinning the mass die-off in the West on long-term starvation made worse by unseasonably cold weather. However, at the same time, the Audubon Society was pointing to starvation, weather, and fires. Young says their new report linking the die-off in the West to the wildfires and toxic gases just adds another piece to the puzzle. So the fire, the storm, and then the die-off events are happening at the same time. We were uh, trying to figure out, like, what is the uh, environmental factors that influence the uh, those style of events. So what we were trying to look at is like, say, to look at this at a more, uh, say, macro scale, more broad scale, or more focusing on, like, say, more trying to look at what is the uh, factors that influence the spatial distribution of those uh, observations on the landscape. So I think like we were kind of looking at them at two different scales. And another thing is that um, some of those factors could be related. For example, uh, we know like the uh, wildfire will cause say the uh, drag death for the birds. And the second thing it will cause the habitat loss for all the wildlife species, not only just the birds, but also some other um, uh, species and that's also, like say, they are lost. They are lost in their habitat. They are lost in their homes, and they couldn't find the resources. Then that could be one of the reasons that has been mentioned about in the uh, early report from the USGS. So those factors are actually can be linked. Young says some of the species most frequently recorded on the iNaturalist app as part of the die-off were the mountain bluebird, the western bluebird. and flycatchers. But it seems the greatest impact was felt by warbler varieties, like the Virginia warbler, the Wilson's warbler, 
the orange-crowned warbler, and the Townsend's warbler. Geese, hummingbirds, and sparrows were also part of the die-off. For some of these species, it's going to take a while to recover from the 2020 die-off. To make matters worse, climate change predictions and lingering drought across the West means we could have yet another rough year when it comes to wildfires, which Yang says could cause further decline in certain migratory species. So what can be done to help protect migratory birds? Yang says ensuring citizen scientists continue to monitor bird populations and report avian deaths on apps like iNaturalist is important. But considering the findings of this new report, strict adherence to fire regulations and safety seems important as well if we're going to ensure the same migratory bird populations continue to visit the West season after season. For KGNU, I'm Hanalee Myers. That story comes from our partners at KGNU in Boulder, Colorado. You can find out more about how to protect migratory birds by participating in Environment for the Americas World Migratory Bird Day on Friday, May 7th. More information on migratory birds and a robust catalog of bird sounds can also be found at audubon.org. And that's the news for Monday, May 3rd. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.